there were just so many moments of dialogue where I went, oh, oh, if they just did not have her speak, this scene could have been salvageable. Like a Charlie Chaplin movie? Not quite. Just, I mean, I, if they had pared down a bunch of that dialogue, Dakota Johnson just talking to herself constantly while watching Christmas Carol or speaking to her cat about her mom and the Amazon, like I, all of those moments, I didn't find them charming or endearing. It was you just- You wouldn't just randomly be like, the bird didn't die. You wouldn't, that's <laughs> not how you- I mean, don't... I do narrate my life constantly, sure. but- <laughs> Why just... was she watching a Christmas Carol? It was not Christmas. It was not Christmas. And why would you watch that Christmas Carol when the Muppet Christmas Carol exists? Well, sure. That's foolish. And we are live with another episode of the King Talks. Today, the King Talks, Madam Web, um, the new Sony verse spider related movie. Uh, I'm your host, Mitra Pereira. And if you can watch us, uh, see us live, uh, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the King Show or youtube.com slash the King Show. And if you're watching us live, you can see who our guests are today. If you can't see them, that means you're listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Um, <laughs> let me introduce them for the podcast viewers out there. Uh, we got returning guest, but it has been a while. We got Amy Newman, Amy N. Newman. You could just say Amy Newman. Amy N. Newman. Do it's people just... do that? What? Call you Amy N. Newman? Literally never. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, good to know that I'm the first. I'm a trendsetter, a trailblazer. Um, Amy, I'm glad to have you back. Yeah, it's nice to, I feel like I did this a bunch, you know, during the pandemic. So it's exciting to be here and know I can close my laptop and leave my home. That's a real treat for me. Oh, I th I was like, don't close not your laptop now, not now in the during the show. <laughs> I don't I'll think stay, that changed. I'll stay for the, for the time. She has become okay. such a diva, so hard to work with. Oh. But knowing when this is done in a few hours, oh, okay. if I want to like go out into the world, I can. And that's... Yeah. I, I feel like during the pandemic, you were held hostage by yes. the podcast. But now yes. you have so many more options. You could leave in the middle of the podcast and have somewhere to go. So I'm glad you're thinking about that option, but now it's going to be all uh -oh. I'm thinking about. Um, here's the keeping this interesting enough that we keep your attention. No promises. We also <laughs> have a new guest. We got Chris Carr. Uh, both Chris and Amy are hosts of the Two Filthy Casuals podcast. Chris, how's it going? Doing well. Having a nice little Saturday. Having a nice time. Hanging out in my booth. Hanging out mm -hmm. in my coffin. Um, you do have a really nice booth. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is where all the magic happens. In that I mean voiceover, nothing sexual. Sometimes sexual, I guess, if it's a voiceover. Huh. We're, or if we're uh, filming the podcast. Or if we're doing the podcast. If okay, Amy's in here, then it's I'll put my hand sexual. on me a couple times. Just feel out the vibe. It's comforting, <laughs> but so sexy. How how do you guys how do you guys have a podcast and split the hosting? You guys are co-hosts on the podcast. And like, what's it like working together? Um, this has nothing to do with Madam Web. Or <laughs> does it? I don't know. We'll try to tie it in for you. Yeah. Um, we do hate each other. That's so true. that keeps things really kind of sexy and interesting. It's spicy. Yeah. So do um, Hall and Oates. So. Yeah. 
Uh, we are Chris, the Hall and Oats of podcasters. We get that a lot. Chris, Chris said will many be taking times. me to court later this year. Um, <laughs> we're we're actually in talks. If you've ever seen Feud, we are in talks for the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, in talks and intoxicated. Well, often. <laughs> I'm I'm, gl- like I'm glad I have both of you. Also, uh, you guys have like crazy weird energy, which really matches this episode. I don't know if I'm under my special skills on my (laughs) crazy weird energy. I don't know know if I love matching the energy of this movie, Mm. but Um, we'll explore it. Let's 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 get into it. Uh, We got people out there um, on Twitch or on YouTube. Uh, Let us know what you guys thought about the movie. Let us know in the chat. If there's what things your you want to talk part? about. Yeah, what was your favorite part? Like, <laughs> Why was it what was it was the over? part that was like super riveting? Um <laughs> here's the thing about the Keeg and like Keeg related podcasts is that like I like to not be like just this negative, hateful podcast. Like yeah. on some episodes, it is tough. I'll be honest. Previously, the last worst movie that I saw was The Flash. Like the absolute sure. worst sure. was yeah. The Flash. Have either of you guys seen The Flash? Yes. I have not had the pleasure. Um it's it's pretty pretty bad. And I went yeah. into it. I'm not I'm gonna be very honest. And if anyone is familiar with me, I went into it going, I don't think this is gonna be a good movie. The the Ezra Miller of it all outside of it. It just didn't look good to me. Yeah. And then to have DC just kind of keep doubling down on oh no, these were artistic choices. We definitely wanted the Speed Force to look like it was not rendered CGI. We wanted it to have these moments. Like it, it was a movie that didn't feel like it knew what it wanted to be. And also it was a movie that was coming at the end of the DCU, or I should say the DCEU. So yeah. it just felt so skippable. I yeah. do respect that move though. Cause I do that after every audition. Like actually being bad was the character choice. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know? Uh, it's so that... kind of how I am with when I when I play basketball. I don't play basketball often enough to be worthwhile on the court um, at all. Uh, I play every, every time you throw the ball, you just yell, that was a bit. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of. It's like if I miss, I was like, meant to do that. It was a pass. It was <laughs> carefully calculated, you know? Um, that's how the flash was. Um, shout out to 50 shades of Tay on Twitch, uh, hey, saying hi, Chris hey. and Amy, uh, the girls wouldn't stop talking about Madam Webb yesterday. Amy said it was her favorite film since Dick's the musical. And I don't say that lightly. <laughs> that's unironic. I love that fucking movie. <laughs> I chose not to see Dick's the musical. I have seen it. I don't want to admit this upwards of 15 times. It is my favorite movie. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, different strokes for different folks. You um, never even saw it. I never don't... saw it. But have you seen Morbius, Amy? No. Okay. Best movie of the year. <laughs> How dare. I mean, compared uh, to Madam Web, but no. <laughs> oof. Um oof. Did either of you know anything about Madam Web before this movie came out? I did. Did you know Amy? Not really. When we got, spoiler alert, I guess, to the end and she was blind and in the wheelchair, I kind of went, oh, no, yes, I did know that that was a part of her character, but completely forgot because they so didn't bother to do any of that for the movie. 
the yeah. actual movie part of the movie. Um, so no, I was coming in fairly, fairly, I don't want to say fairly blind. Now that feels like not the right word choice. Um, <laughs> I was coming in fairly, I didn't know anything. Yeah. We'll just end there. <laughs> that That is the funny thing about Sony and their strategy mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, you said you, you knew about Madam Web? Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man was pretty much my, my jam as a kid, and it's what one of my favorite fandoms still. Um, I'm a big Marvel person, and Spider-Man's the one I kind of gravitate towards. Kind of like you with X-Men, yeah. right? And so I first knew Madam Web because of the animated series from 94, and that's when I first got to see her when uh, when Joan Lee was voicing her and everything, Stan Lee's wife. And then I got into the comics. Um, and for a Marvel character, I, I know 1980 sounds like quite a while ago but in terms of marvel like that's a fairly new character and she's definitely not somebody i think is a mainstream character so like your idea of strategy here i think strategy is such a generous word (laughs) for what sony is doing because they've made amazing spider men movies before they made spider-verse movies they're playstation games like i would Mm. argue the playstation spider-man game is probably one of the best spider-man stories ever we're we're talking the current like the modern the recent ones right Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 Um, but what they're doing with these tertiary characters and the kind of rogues gallery, if you will, or just like omniscient characters that exist in this world. I don't know. Like the anti-heroes and stuff like the Morbius. I don't, I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. Um, really quick, just to tease the audience, what would we rate this movie out of 10? With minimal explanation, if you need it, um, mm. just to tease them at the at the start of this episode. Two. Am I am I grading it solely on its actual merit on a movie, or can I include points for the fact that I had a wonderful time watching because <laughs> it was so fucking weird? You can grade. I think you, you can, can I grade it. However, I forget. What'd you say? Can I curse here? I forget. You can curse. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, oh, no, not that one. Oh, no. <laughs> All the other ones. You can only say the C word. Yeah. Okay, that should yeah. work. Um, yeah. Four. Okay. Yeah. My knee-jerk reaction was to say three out of ten, but also why would I give it three out of ten? maybe just because like i don't know how many movies are lower than that like did i feel like like throwing up afterwards no that was their pull quote on the poster yeah so i'm gonna just say three out of ten just to be just to be i want to give it this i want to give it this was did it feel like it was made by people who knew what movies were and how to make them absolutely not but was I bored? No. I was. I was. I was, I was not bored, bored. and I I, I get bored. bored pretty fast at superhero movies. Like if if they're not clicking for me, they can yeah. be fantastic. I'm not anti superhero movie. <clears throat> so sorry. Drink a lot of milk and coffee for some fucking reason. <laughs> Time to talk. Um, but I think it was just so weird and bad that I never got bored because I was just like, where are we? What is this? Yeah. what's happening here so i think that's why i gave it a four okay i didn't have i didn't have a bad time watching it the movie was bad but i did not have a bad time 
Chris, you you were bored with this movie? I was bored. I think I think if I had watched this movie and dropped an edible, I would have had a great time. Mm, but I and I say this is I don't expect a comic book movie to be comic book accurate. I don't need to go into it and be like, well, actually, and be right the whole time. I love when they change stuff up. Um, Captain Marvel, the way they kind of changed what happens with the scrolls. I was my mind was blown. I was so excited about it. This just points for making it feel like it was a sp- superhero movie made in 2003, not just existing in 2003. But I- I've never I've never seen a movie where I've gone, yeah, I feel like not talking would have really helped this. There were just so many moments of dialogue where I went, oh, oh, if they just did not have her speak, this scene could have been salvageable. I mean, like, like a some- Charlie Chaplin movie? Not quite. Just, I mean, I, if they had pared down a bunch of that dialogue, Dakota Johnson just talking to herself constantly while watching Christmas Carol or speaking to her cat about her mom and the Amazon, like I, all of those moments, I didn't find them charming or endearing. It was you just. You wouldn't just randomly be like, the bird didn't die. You wouldn't. That's not how you. <laughs> I mean, don't... I do narrate my life constantly, sure. but. <laughs> it Why just... was she watching a Christmas Carol? It was not Christmas. It was not Christmas. And why would you watch that Christmas Carol when the Muppet Christmas Carol exists? Well, sure. I foolish. They they only have the rights to that, right? I guess. Sure. Um, but this movie make yes seems like it was set in two thousand three, but so does Venom. Like, like the movie Venom, right? It seemed like it was just a two thousand and three superhero action movie. Like now, I did see people saying, and this is all kind of hearsay I read online, so correct me if it is wrong. Mm-hmm. But in the timeline, because Peter Parker, though we will never say his name, is born during this movie. Uh Schmieder Schmarker is born. Yes. And someone pointed out in like the Sony Spider-Man, like in this timeline, he should have been born in 2001. And I saw people theorizing that they just said it a little later. So people weren't going, why didn't you stop 9-11? <laughs> that you just like avoided that plot point of like, but did she know? She lives in New York. Did she know? She that still couldn't the- control her powers, Amy. <laughs> That is the theory I saw. It could be it could be horseshit, but I I kind of buy that they were like, if we put it in 2001 in New York, it's just going to feel too, hmm. it's going to be on people's minds. Wait, hold I mean, on though. I'm doing math. So if he was born in 2003 and then we witnessed Peter Parker, he was also blipped out. So the timeline currently actually has a five-year gap. So this does make sense for him to still be a recent high school graduate. So- if he's born in 2003 and it's 2024, mm-hmm. then he'd be uh, uh, 21. But mm-hmm. minus five, he'd still be in high school. So, yeah, 2001, right? But they then moved the timeline forward in Marvel, didn't they? Where it's now, like, when we watch Endgame, it's set in 2025. Is that correct? No, I think we're, I think we're in 20, uh, it's, it's 2018. Then the blipper, oh 2019. I think 2024. End math. I'm so fucked in this conversation. <laughs> I think I think 2024 is when oh, people get yeah. put back. Yeah. So. Yeah. It so, ends in 2023. Okay. Cool. 
Yeah. But the point being is, I think you're right. 2001 would be when Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I believe that I saw a couple of people throwing around that, that that canonically should have been the year. I mean, maybe, maybe this takes place in like September 12th, you know? I mean, they actively say 2003. Yeah. Right. No, I know. They could have, I'm just, set it yeah. a couple days after September 11th. And, well, and, and you know, maybe no in the 616, 9-11 didn't happen. Maybe in this multiverse. It, it, someone pointed out there was something it, at like their station that seemed oh, to okay. be a subtle reference to it. Okay. Um, also, did anyone just feel sad inside? Because I was like, oh, 2003. Oh, it's like a period piece. Uh, oh, this was like in the seventies when they set they made Greece set in the fifties, and then I felt real bad for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. and the music they would play, but it wasn't period accurate. Like, was it not? Well, okay, so Toxic, Toxic what... came out. I saw people talking about this too. He, Toxic came out in two thousand three, but wasn't released as a single till two thousand four. So they could have played it, though it's unlikely that it would have been on the radio. Also, I love that the radio announcer is like, this is going to be a big hit. Like, yeah, it was a fucking Britney Spears song in 2003. Why are we talking about her like she's some up-and-coming artist? It's like the Back yeah. to the Future thing. Like, Your kids are going to love it. Yeah. Okay. It's I, I might be jumping ahead here, and apologies if, if I am. But also, so she ran through the woods in the time it took for Toxic to start and end. Yeah. But then she drove a vehicle. It takes longer. And it takes longer? Yes. Yeah. Oh. What? Huh? But the, I Which guess I she got stuck behind the truck. Was that kind of the... But she's going like 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, even in a slow-moving car, you're still moving exponentially faster yeah. than you could walk um there, there's a lot of weird things with this movie um uh like i don't know uh where do i start i mean we're, we're in the thick of things uh how long does it take for her to realize her powers work like there were like 10 times like her power hit 10 times and then she was still like huh Sometimes what? it just takes a pigeon. Why? But like it kept going. You are was... you are putting way too much uh acting in that. Give it a little more dead-eyed, a little more. Oh, it mm -hmm. didn't die. Is that better? Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh where do we where do we even okay, so uh Let's let's talk about the acting in this movie because uh, you brought it up, Amy, not me. So um, it's bad. It's bad. It's real bad. It's Ooh. it's cringy bad. Are you guys fans of Dakota Johnson? No. Is anyone? I don't know. I would. I don't know. I, I like enjoy... her weird deadpan sense of humor. Yeah, I like her unhinged interviews, but I don't care for her as an actress. Same. Because she's just, like, a weird person, like, but she's not a good actress. Is that kind of, like... No, I granted, haven't... I have I have not seen the entire Dakota Johnson filmography. I have right. heard there are films she actually shines in. So maybe huh. she's better when given good material and direction. Um, what, what movies would that be? 
she's all right in uh cha-cha real smooth yeah i've heard that one's good is she yeah. in what is it suspiria people have said she's pretty good in yeah i didn't okay. see it but again it, there is also a you know it could be a little bit because what she did 50 shades of gray was her big breakout and i do feel like i mean it's literally uh based loosely on the twilight characters and i feel like we may be seeing a similar thing to what happened to Kristen stewart of yeah you come across as a blank wall of a character that's also how this character is written and directed so yeah. what the do you hope do is that? that she has like a Kristen stewart emergence of then yeah. oh my gosh what an incredible actress We're yeah she's actually great yeah. yeah i want everyone to do well i just haven't seen that and it also could be that i'm not a particular fan of the types of movies she's done yeah um yeah I i'm trying to like i'm trying to figure out where i stand with her without also being like too mean or too unfair given that i haven't seen you know some of the better movies that you guys are saying um but one of my litmus tests for actors is snl mm. i just i watched i like i watch snl like i watch every episode uh something i do with my mom and but like very interesting thing is like seeing certain actors really shine and like certain up-and-comer act up-and-coming actors like do really well and i'm like oh like they are very talented jessica chastain was really good on snl uh because jessica chastain is jessica chastain and yeah i love her. she's incredible i i i love her so much uh where was she in this movie why wasn't she madam Webb? because she she went no thank you yeah she yeah. already did her own bad superhero movie though i mean dark phoenix yeah yeah but even in that i was still like that that was more enjoyable than this yeah um uh what was i saying I for, where was I? Where, SNL. Where was, oh, SNL. Dakota Johnson was horrible on SNL. She was the worst. When even if you get bad sketches or you're not quite a natural fit, I feel like you can usually at least tell when people are trying. And I think that's what rubs me the wrong way about Dakota Johnson. And I'm not saying she's not trying. I'm saying her general energy gives a very phoned in... Uh, vibe and i think that's really what bugged me with this movie of not even oh you're going for it it's just not working and again this could have been bad writing this could have been bad direction it could have been any number of things but it constantly just kind of felt like she was half there yeah being a half there's generous yeah i i don't want this to be a takedown piece of dakota johnson i just don't like dakota johnson i also i don't think she's good i also think she's a nepo baby and i i feel like throwing a multi-million dollar blockbuster at a an untalented nepo baby like other people don't get those opportunities and here's the no, thing what? there are nepo babies my thing with nepo babies is always it got your foot in the door right. which is one of the hardest things to do in this industry some Nepo babies take that opportunity and run with it and shine and are fantastic. There are certainly people with that background where I go, yeah, I don't know if you would have gotten that first inciting incident uh, opportunity had you not had your last name, but you're good, but yeah. you're showing up and you're doing the work. And she definitely does fall into that. I don't know if 
this would have happened for you otherwise. Sure. Well, especially when you have the comparison of people like, you know, uh, Amaya Hawk or a Wyatt mm -hmm. Russell or these yeah. really fabulous actors who, when they do get that big break and they have that pivotal role, you go, oh, oh, okay. Maybe acting could be genetic. You are incredibly talented and you've yeah. put in the work. Um, yeah. And I think, I think to your point too, Amy, yeah, like if you have that opportunity, why would you squander it? And why wouldn't you make sure everyone knows how much you earned it? It's because it doesn't really matter because mm -hmm. if they fail, they're still fine. Right. No, that's true. You know, who's your favorite Nepo baby? Anyone have a favorite? I love Wyatt Russell. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Sure. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Carrie Fisher, right? Carrie Fisher, for sure. Liza for Minnelli. Sure. I'm going to go Liza. Oh, good pick. Oh, okay. Now I have to look up famous Nepo babies. <laughs> and like, um... I do like Maya Hawk too. I will agree with that. Yeah. Maya Hawk, great. Um, I like John David Washington. <gasps> Love him. Like, have you guys seen The Creator? It's so good. De definitely underrated it was it was beautiful yeah oh. um another nepo baby was in this is emma roberts yes who doesn't when she do showed anything. up i was like what oh yeah i forgot you were in this every time i cut her it was such an odd nothing of a part that every time i cut her i kind of did that that is emma roberts right <laughs> Uh, I felt a little crazy about it. Of just yeah. like, is 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 that like an actress who looks like her? Or is that her? Because this feels like such strange casting. So supposedly, okay. So this movie went through a lot of revisions, rewrites, reshoots, all that stuff, which yes. you can see. I mean, we'll get to it with the villain. Um, there was rumors that this movie was going to be set in the '90s before mm. they filmed. And then they did rewrites or whatever on that. But then the director is quoted as saying that she was only ever given the 2003 script. Uh, S.J. Clarkson is the director. Um, and she said, yeah, that was the only script she was given. So, you know, that's all she can say. Um, but the rumor was that the, the movie was supposed to be set in the 90s to have Andrew Garfield Spider-Man be born. And then... Um, which is funny that Andrew Garfield would have been born in the 90s because he the actor is clearly older than me. And I don't know, yeah. whatever. Um, but uh, but that they changed it to be Tom Holland being born in the 2000s. Um, but they went through major rewrites and reshoots. Was that evident? Absolutely. This whole thing reeks of just spaghetti at the wall. I'm just, I, I don't know, maybe this will happen. When I've heard some of that is and some of those last minute changes are why the entire villain's dialogue looks the way it does. Uh, because they had to ADR and, and replace so much of it in post to shift the story they were telling. Also, Zosia Mamet, another Nepo baby, playing the assistant. Oh, David Mamet's yep. daughter, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a real fun moment to lean over to my husband and go, you know, that's David Mamet's daughter. And he was like, why? Why is she here? <laughs> why is she here? Uh, do you guys watch Girls? I never watched Girls. I, I tried like one episode. It. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, 
this should be for me, but it's not. <laughs> same. Yeah. I had that same reaction. I, I, I didn't watch it at all because I was like, this is obviously not for me. No. Um, and then I went over and watched Insecure, which <gasps> is Great might show. not also be for me, but it's closer to for me than Girls is. I need to try Insecure again because I tried to watch it on a plane and there's a there was a lot more nudity than I've felt emotionally prepared for. <laughs> I was like, oh God, oh God. There's just that instant moment on a plane where you're like, I'm not a pervert. I'm, I am, but not, this is irrelevant. That's, but you just lean public. over to your seatmate and go, eh, hey, thoughts. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just hit the little call button when the, the flight attendant comes over, just go, <laughs> we look. <laughs> also, it's, it's beautifully lit too so it's not like it's uh, insecure it's obscured in the shadows it's like no, no. it's it was immediate no. <laughs> there was a lot of it yeah i was like you know what we're gonna try this in i think that's yeah first episode yeah. yeah oh it is it is it is um, traumatized on that flight I, and I'm not uh, anti-nudity and things. I'm just anti-nudity whenever it else on the plane because yeah. it immediately feels like everyone's staring at your screen. Well, first you have to take like a poll from the people around you. Hey, how do you guys how do you guys feel about nudity? Just sure. ask everybody around you yeah. and then, you know, get a survey. Wink when you say it. Just Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about nudity? <laughs> um with You want some pretzels? The the villain... want to share this blanket? <laughs> Those are all the things I can think of that are on an airplane yeah. <laughs> scene. <laughs> can you put, do you need the thing up or thing down? You know, the, the armrest. I mean, I'll just, I'll just put like, it down and have a little You privacy, mind if I you know put the armrest up? You mind if I? You know. Um, can the, I put this on your tray? Can I put my mini bottle on your tray table? <laughs> how about we just I have, spread it? You know? I have had people do that though, where they start using my tray table. What? what oh yeah on one of my last flights the guy next to me was so entitled and would just like he wanted to put his laptop out and he just put his stuff on my tray table and i went what what and he was like i need space and i was like you so you just took my we're we're not in a relationship of any kind sir <laughs> i don't know you from anybody it was a very uncomfortable flight it made me very upset and i was so excited because i got an upgraded and so i was like this is gonna be magical and it wasn't yeah. it was just it was just rude and pushy i do love when people accidentally fall asleep on your shoulder on planes <laughs> good night <laughs> <laughs> um i sat next it to it a... feels like they trust me it feels like i have a calming Wait, energy is this for real what like somebody actually fell asleep on you i mean you know when people are kind of doing the like over you okay yeah and it I just always it. feels like thank you for trusting me I've got trusting face. I have eyes so wide that look like, tell me all your secrets. I want to know who hugged you too much and who hu didn't hug you enough. Sure. I don't want people to do those things, though. I wish I had resting bitch face. I want people to think I'm mean and stay away from me. Sure. You got to work on that. Then. I do. I got to work on my scowl, you guys. Yeah. Um, they do it. What, what, what was uh, uh, the villain in this movie? He was ADR'd like crazy, but not only him, like, in other scenes with Dakota Johnson, like yeah. there was ADR, there was like over the shoulder shots where you wouldn't even see her, but you would just kind of hear like her voice. And it's like, oh, this was patched together like crazy. Also truly, and from the bottom of my heart, what was that guy's deal? Like what? You know what I mean? Like someone pointed out, like he has some line about like, she's going to destroy everything I built. Like what have you built? What? What do you do? He has like Who a nice you? loft. 
Yeah. Who are you? And a spider taint. Yeah. Well, the some of us have had to work for what we get when he's justifying like stealing the spider, right? What well, what happened that's so bad? Why do you need that spider? How will that make you money? And then <laughs> yeah. And then the the just throwaway line of like he was cursed. With what? A bad attitude? The vision of the future. Every single like, night he sees his death, which Grow but, up, so do all of us. Well, yeah. Um, I don't, that villain, yeah, he was like, I need the power, right? Or whatever. He's like, yeah. you don't get it to cure your unborn baby. I get it. And also these spiders don't seem like they die once they bite somebody. They just kind of bite and no. then just kind of move on. So like he had that spider as a pet. I'm assuming the same spider that bit him, right? That gave yeah, him the powers? Yeah, 30 years. He kept that spider for 30 fucking years. Is it like his pet? You know what I mean? No, it's his, it's like a source of power, I guess. But he I took it out of the know. tank. Remember, he like, he was just like, yeah, and he's like, hey, playing with it. Because that's what villains do. And this is a lazy movie. <laughs> but like, and then later, I mean, all those, oh, I mean, oh, there's so much to, there's so much weird stuff in this movie. So, did you guys love that there was film developed and labeled from their time in the Amazon? Oh yeah, where they where just she wrote died their names off the back. Yeah, I was Wait, like, what? so they took they took the time where apparently Cassie's mother had time to develop her film in the Amazon, mm. keep it yeah. with her, her things, label it with Ezekiel's name and her own that name. Away. If I'm and not her own mistaken. name. Yep, yep. Have all that labeled, and uh, and then that's how Cassie's able to be like, oh, he was in the Amazon with my mother. <laughs> When... Oh God! What does she say to when she has the flashback? There's actually a line where she's like, "I don't have a neuromuscular disease," you know, like how people talk. Yeah. Which she so in the comics she does have that in the cartoon she does have that right. Yeah. I don't understand the the logic of saying, "Hey, we're going to cure her of being a wheelchair bound, uh, degenerative muscular like going blind ailment." And then have her go there anyway? Was that in am I supposed to walk away with it being like destiny? You can't. Yeah, in a smarter it. movie, it would be like you can't outrun your destiny, right? Yeah. In a smarter movie, this movie just would be would be better. Yeah. So many different ways. But did, any, did anyone try to explain the plot of this movie to someone who hadn't seen it? Because it does fully feel like when you're explaining a dream. You realize you're an idiot halfway through. You're like, yeah, and then they go to the fireworks factory and they go by the bad guy and the Pepsi sign falls over and it hits the bad guy and then she gets hit in the face with a firework and puts her in a wheelchair. Like, what? And then they I all tried to cry. explain it to my husband and he was just like, are you serious? Did he, did he not see it with you? No, he's out of town this weekend. Oh, seeing it elsewhere. No, he didn't. No. He he was like, man, with Amy's stunning review, I got to run to the theater right did, now. It truly, I get to be able to tell someone about this movie and not feel like it's one of those like, uh, and then you were there, but it wasn't you, but I knew it was you. Like, it has the same energy. Yeah. Well, that's how you can tell a bad superhero movie, right? And yeah. then this happened. And then this happened. And yeah. Sydney Sweeney was there, but her boobs were really covered up for some reason. and Because she was like a kid? Because this is a... Okay, this was an origin story. Yeah. 
Of, what, Why? Do they have powers? I don't know. So they're supposed to, but we don't see how they're going to get them. They don't and have th- them yeah. in yet. this movie yet. I hate it here. The, the director has talked about how she didn't want to do so many like things with these origin stories and introductions. It was like, no, that's that's the reason why we all wanted to see this was to see these people get superpowers. Yeah. I mean, at least for me. Then maybe and, like, don't do an origin story superhero movie. Yeah. Well, and and Julia Carpenter, who Sydney Sweeney plays, is a really interesting character. She's the second Spider-Woman after Jessica Drew. She actually becomes the second Madam Web, yeah. where the powers get passed on to her. So, like, there's some really fucking cool shit you could do if you made this a thing. Firework? No, but weirdly, but, like, blindness is part of what gets passed on to her, which... Blindness is the curse feels... of the... The, the precognitive thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Which, which does feel like... Maybe in 2024 we don't do that move. I don't know. Of being is it like, supposed to harken in Greek this. mythology? It is. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be kind of like Cassandra and all that. Yeah, but it's yeah. You could do some really cool shit here if you actually had the balls Fucking to do it. Cassandra. Okay, cool. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <gasps> and her last name is Webb. <gasps> <gasps> no, that one I caught. <laughs> <laughs> but with two B's. Uh. The second piece for bad. <laughs> what it? Let's talk about Sydney Sweeney. Um, all these characters are younger in this because then they play characters who are what ten years older, five years older, later. Like, like yeah. the point of it, and then like she shifts her personality. Like, yeah, her personality shifts, I guess, to be more confident in this movie. What's up with Sydney Sweeney? I feel like she tried, honestly. She I, I I will give Sydney Sweeney. She was trying and she felt like she existed in this world, right? Okay. Of this is scary. I'm trying to get along with people. I am a very nervous, uncomfortable kid. Yeah. I wish my dad loved me. Like those Girl, things felt felt true, right? I could have played this role shit. <laughs> Amy, you would have been magnificent. And you you might have actually bought me as a frumpy person. How, well, that, how that you... is part of it. Is like she She's not, we can't do the you Rachel can... Lee Cook. We can't do the, and once her glasses come off, I bet she'll be beautiful. Yeah. Like that, again, this feels very 2003 at that. What if we just tie her shirt around her waist and then we'll realize she's hot when I as she's kinda... been running around in a miniskirt. And then there is the weird, like, we have her shirt bend up to here, which like, again, I'll fucking say it. It's come on. We came to see Sydney Sweeney. Let the girls out a little. But then we put her in the shortest miniskirt and the thigh-highest socks. And it's like, oh, I feel like we are still really, like, we're not. But then we are totally sexualizing her. Like, this is still very fan service in a way that's like, are we doing this or are we not doing this? Because if they're supposed to be high schoolers, let's not. Um, yeah, it was just yeah. a weird casting choice. Because it's like, we do all know Sydney Sweeney is this kind of sex symbol it girl right now. And it was just like, you're not fooling us. Yeah. Do we I believe like, Sydney Sweeney is a good actress? Is there is there enough out there that we can? I think she's good at her specific thing that she's been doing right yes. now. Like okay. she makes sense for what she did in White Lotus. She yes. makes sense in Anyone But You. Um, Euphoria, like she I plays that character in... really well. It's what I think of as kind of the January Jones camp of actress where it's mm-hmm. like, if you are cast correctly, you are wonderful. I don't know how much else you could do but you are great in this niche that you found. Right. Yeah. 
Um, I like the girl whose shirt just said math. So you knew she liked math. She's behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love her. I love her as an actress, actually. I'm just like, why the fuck did we put her in a shirt that's just like, math? No, it's not math. It's math is beautiful. No, it says, I eat math for breakfast. breakfast. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't see. It's not literally right behind me. I did like that they power rangered everybody where it was like, hey, you see how Sydney is wearing black and white? You see how she's wearing yellow? That's what they're powerful costumes are going to be color-coded as too oh oh, oh i didn't really wait no wasn't sit uh wasn't isabella merced's uh uh costume green it's gold is it it's got some gold on it oh okay all right all right someone said uh <laughs> someone pointed out why did dakota johnson make them all sleep in one bed like huey dewey and louie <laughs> 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 which did bug the shit out of me of like there's two queen beds and you're making three girls all sleep together and you get your own bed i think it could be i think it could be just like oh they don't want an adult sleeping with a child that they that isn't like there i mean i'm just coming up with this yeah no sure. you're probably right yeah but it's dumb can you would this movie have made more money if like Sydney Sweeney slept in the same bed as Dakota Johnson? Is that... It wasn't what I was implying. They lean into that? Is, is that all you care about, Amy, is like, the money? Have a pillow fight and cuddle. I'm just saying, if I had four people in two beds, one of us goes under the covers, one of us goes on top. It's fine. What One person goes underneath the bed? That's of, what made under me the cover. Yeah. Um, like I am I. actually yeah, we a share fan. a bunk bed. We share a bunk bed, but we sleep <laughs> on go... the top bunk together, and then we just go on the bottom bunk to tell each other secrets, tell our secrets. That's but I always like... stay above the covers because yeah, she knows what happens if she gets under them. <laughs> um, that can mean so many things. Um, I am a fan of Isabella Merced, though. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the Door of the Explorer movie. No. Oh, that's her. Yeah. Oh, like okay. she's really good. She she has comedic timing. And I thought, like, honestly, out of everybody in the movie, I thought she was the best actress. All three of those girls I would put in the I think you're doing fine. I think this is just impossible dialogue to sell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all three of those younger girls, there was a bit of a if you popped up in something else, I wouldn't immediately go, Oh, you're so bad, Madam Webb. It's like, yeah, I don't really know what you're capable of. This just wasn't a good showcase yeah yeah like the actress playing maddie having to say now you're really showing off three times in a row when did she like, say that yeah, in the fireworks part where it was just like now you're just showing off not yet now you're really showing off now you're really showing off like that it's just it's such asinine dialogue that what do you do with it the fact that this movie culminates in a fight in a fireworks factory is so fucking funny uh I'm going to be honest, I fell asleep in that end part, like a little bit, like I not, I was in and out and I just, I would wake up and go, it'd be like five and I'll be like, oh, okay. Now I guess, okay. Now I'm in where, how did we get here? Um, well, it was the, it was the fireworks factory from earlier where they show up to oh, yeah. help fight yeah. the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where where the the chief is like, nah, it's okay, I'll drive. I'm gonna drive. <laughs> uh, 
that was Mike Epps. And I just, I, I wish better for Mike Epps to than to be in this movie. Truly. I, the, same for Adam, Adam Scott. Scott. Yeah. 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 Um, Which, by the way, the fact that the entire climax of this movie that you have the birth happening, but then the birth literally disappears on its own side plot like that it's in no way connected that it's like oops we have these girls with the pregnant lady who the guy's trying to kill so just separate them why was any of the why yeah why i originally i was actually weirdly enough excited about this movie like a long time ago because i had heard that the plot was more like terminator and, and and this could have either be re- rewritten or just false. So I'm not saying that this was actually what it was, but this pitch sounded way better. Essentially that the main villain went back in time to kill Peter Parker as a baby. Yeah, that's what I heard as well. Yeah. I had heard that it was kill uh, Mary before she had him. Okay. So, Which is way more interesting. I mean, it is a ripoff of Terminator, but I would have preferred that. If Sony is going to be making these god-awful movies, just rip off another movie and then do it. It's fine. Steal from something actually good, and maybe this will at least be okay. (laughs) Like, one of the best thrillers of all time. Like, you know, Terminator. Not Madam Web. Um, Like, rip that off. Too late. They've clipped this out. They're telling people. They're like, well... (laughs) They have my (laughs) On the Keek Show, they said. And your face. And uh, (laughs) the trailer just pauses on your face and goes... That's this man's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's what he said. Let's talk some positives. Um, where and how? Where, where? Yeah, tell me. Were there were there positives? Were there things that were actually enjoyable, worth talking about? Like I said, I, think... I was I was personally not bored, and okay. part of that was just how much kind of worse and weirder can this get but i wasn't bored it didn't feel like i oh god check my watch what time is it we're still going i know a lot of people would disagree with me on that but i will give it that like it was a bad movie and i've seen a lot of debates on the is it worth seeing is it so bad it's good or is it just bad and i found it on that this is terrible and entertaining spectrum of like if someone wanted to like (laughs) you know go get some drinks and go see it. I don't think I'd see it again, but I'd be like, yeah, you might have a good time if you go in with the right mindset. Yeah. my, I think Adam Scott tried his darndest mm-hmm. to do like what he could with this. Um, and I enjoyed the idea of him being Uncle Ben. Cause it was, yeah, that that is absolutely who I could see being a younger Ben, especially because then my headcanon was like, I could absolutely see him and Marissa Tomei together. That all would have made sense. I hope that that kind of carries through. That would be lovely for him. My favorite thing was probably when the gentleman in the Amazon said, do you trust me? After he and Cassandra got to hang out for all five hot seconds and then he shoved her in a pool. Um, That whole sequence was very hilarious dialogue wise to me and and everything. Um, It it had the potential to have a really tender moment between the mom and the daughter there, right? But again, dialogue just kind of weighed it down. Um, truly the best thing about this movie was if you see it at a Regal, there is a Arachnian margarita that you can get. It's a salty watermelon margarita. And that was the highlight of my trip. 
It was oh. delicious. I like, I did like uh, when she drove an ambulance through the wall of, I guess, a parking garage on the second floor and hit the bad guy with the ambulance. That was pretty fun. That was also, fun. <laughs> he but jumps, it was like unironically. Into, like if he just stayed, it would have gone over him. It was super dumb, but it was like almost an unironic like, <laughs> I like that that happened. Yeah. And I do. <laughs> I love that the finale takes place in a fireworks factory. That That's so weird and stupid. And I love it. Uh, People online can't believe because they had released the, the clip of like first when she first like dies and she like sees all these like clues to the future. People online can't believe that the S is just a reference to Pepsi. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. The S in Pepsi. Of course it is. What could be more natural? I love that the P in Pepsi saved the day. I I will say, too, that bridal sh- or that baby shower scene, that does capture the spirit of being at a baby shower. Mm. Like, it, it does feel that horrible and awful. Yeah. Um, and so they did a great job on that. And the spider women's costume design, I think, was actually really well done and well executed. And, and for the it, 12 seconds we saw for it, the 12 it was, seconds yeah. we saw it. And I think, again, that's one of the things that really bugged me was, no, I have the promise of this. Give me this. This is way it, more interesting. It bugged you. It did bug me. That um, film was caught in a web of its own lies. <laughs> I I wish we saw more of the costumes. I like the costumes. Uh, this movie should have just been her train. Why couldn't it just be her training like some new, like a Ninja Turtles sort of thing? She's Master Splinter and then she has the three turtles, you know? I like that it was set in 2003. Just made me a little weird and nostalgic and just a good little like, yeah. But like an origin story, like yeah. a prequel almost. Yeah. To the greatest cool. superheroes the world has ever seen the spider people well i feel like if you're gonna because from the get jump i was just like why are we doing a madam web movie i don't understand this at all oh yeah um i feel like if you are gonna do this then just make it about madam web make it about her learning about her cognitive abilities make it about her getting some other kind of quest that ties into the spider universe but not with like three potential spider people plus peter parker and then at the end of it, you can have this kind of hint of her big power, at least in the comics and in the, the animated series, is she can see all the timelines. So then you have the potential to talk about those other spider people and hint at, like Spider-Verse does, oh, all these other ones exist. Am I ever going to have to deal with Spider-Man Prime? And am I going to be the one who finds out who that is to lead all of this when there's mm-hmm. some big Secret Wars level event? Like... There's just some cool stuff you can do if you want her to be the focus. Yeah. Like precognitive abilities, those are fucking rad. That's a really cool thing to do. How you make it this uncool takes effort. Yeah. The amount of missteps this movie does. Uh, not only the precognitive abilities, the ability that doesn't make sense to me, she's like, I can be in multiple places at once. And like, I can it, Doctor Strange astral project and grab you. Like multiple. Well, I, she grabs one and then to to uh Maddie Franklin, she goes, Are you okay? Or whatever. Like she doesn't help her. She's just like, Hey. 
I'm, I'm okay. What? Sometimes we need <laughs> words of affirmation. All right. You can do it. Just you got this. That's you what I would this. do if I could astral project. Just appear next to my friends and be like, what's that? This <laughs> uh, <laughs> is fucking cool, right? Um, I love the part where she meets the girls. And again, like how people talk, they're like, I'm Maddie Franklin. You know, how you introduce yourself to people with yeah. your first and last name. I I do do that a lot. That's because people call me Chris Carr. People like two two syllables. I've actively watched you say, hi, I'm Chris. That's fair. I'm just saying. Sometimes it's I'm, just a weird I'm way to. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, I just want to point out that Chris Carr. I like the alliteration, and so that's com- very comic book. It's a good one. It's a very comic book name. My husband's last name is Pete's, and Chris Pete's sounds like something that you eat when you're stoned and regret. Chris Crispy Eats. Yeah, you're like I had so many Chris Pete's last night. Fuck. Yeah. No, it's a terrible name. Chris Pete's by Dre. I need to get in on that deal. The branding. <laughs> Shit. Um, what, Speaking I'll, of... I'll... Oh, what? Oh, I was just going to say, speaking of branding, we need to acknowledge the only thing I knew going into this movie, which was Dakota Johnson cannot open a soda can. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was wild. Does Each she time... try or does she just no, not open twice it? twice she gets handed a can of soda and like... For minutes, with an S, minutes, just, and like the, once, I feel like at least once she really like gets her finger kind of on the tab and then decides that's too much. I, I wasn't paying attention to it. People had brought it up. It was wild. Two um, different occasions. <laughs> uh, a part that I did like is actually the final destination sort of thing that they were doing. I think that was like the only like the the only enjoyable part about this movie to me was but it could have been done in a different way but like just the final destination like they're going to die she sees it she she tries to stop it and like it happens twice on the subway and in the diner and like I don't think it overstays its welcome I would have liked a third time but like yeah the movie doesn't run on that it just kind of like happens. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the main villain just climbing on walls and stuff. A, th- a third effort would have been cool. Or if we caught and have just got a repeat of, okay, wait, this time I got it. This time I got it. And just doing those micro choices to try to get through it. Because yeah. what, was, what was good about that is they didn't shy away from the violence of it. And those girls got their necks and spines oh, snapped. Yeah. And I I always find that to be a really brave thing in comic book movies of, oh, no, we're going to show you them dying horrifically. Like, yeah. we're going to make you feel uncomfortable and that this person does need to be saved so they don't die that way. Because right. so many times we either have an off-screen death or it's someone just being like, ah. um, yeah, yeah, that could have uh, been a really cool device. But they didn't they didn't utilize that no. at all. Why did the villain wear a costume? That's a great question. <laughs> he wasn't a costumed villain. Like, he wasn't, as far as we know, out doing other things. When he changed so fast. So fast. Does he have the onesie, like, just around his waist, and then he can just go, whee! 
because he didn't have his collar buttoned as much as Sidney Sweeney did. We would have seen a little bit of that guy poking out there, a la mm. Superman. Also, he just like... he just has a fancy car too, like a yeah. That's how he gets you around. Like, I mean, if you're putting on that costume, I... your ultimate goal is not to be murdered by three superhero girls. Maybe don't put on a supervillain costume. Yeah, that feels like step one. I shouldn't dress like these spider women who are going to come kill me. But an evil virgin. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Even if I didn't know shit about you, if I was one of them and I saw you, I'd be like, I feel like I'm probably supposed to kill this guy. Yeah. Feels um, like maybe he's dressed as an evil version of me. This can't be good. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't even question that he was wearing a suit. There's so much in this movie that makes no sense. Like, it was one of those. It was really fun to go back and, like, read people talking about it on reddit and stuff because i was by myself and i was sober and i was so i was very much almost doing more work than the movie deserved of kind of filling in gaps and kind of going well that's a little bit of a leap but i guess okay whatever and so watching people <laughs> break down wait yeah what wait yeah what like there were so many that yeah where i feel like i'm still finding them of like wait what why did that happen People online brought up the fact that, like, so in the future, Ben's nephew puts on a suit like the guy who tried to kill his uncle's friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, connecting them really does nothing. Also, I like the part where <laughs> there is definitely a moment at the end where she's sort of like, teehee. <laughs> you're gonna have to take care of this kid like you're gonna like whoa lady like she's kind of fucked yeah right well she also does the thing well there's also an illusion she goes you like you're gonna get what did she say you're gonna get shot in queens or like you've never been shot in queens or something like right that's what i'm saying she like, kind of jokes about some of the shit that's gonna go wrong before she gets the power she just jokes about it Oh, that's right. It's in the ambulance. Fun yeah. Funny. Funny movie. That's also the Good problem. Joke. The problem is like movies without the plot device of people seeing the future have what's called foreshadowing. This movie foreshadows and tells the future. Yeah. I also like when... Uh, How do you have both? Mary's like, the baby's jumping all around in here and does everything but look directly at the camera and go... Do you get it? <laughs> How many times do they talk about responsibility and power? Someone in my theater, when he was, what's the fucking awful line? That's the, when you accept a great responsibility, great power will come. And someone in the back yeah. of my theater definitely fully just was like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big boo moment. Ugh. Yeah. Who, yeah. Uh, there's also the idea that like, there's a group of spider people in the Peruvian rainforest that Spider-Man appropriate, culturally appropriates from. <laughs> it's like, oh. But he, he also doesn't know of those people. So Right. But there are randomly just spider people in mm -hmm. the in the Amazon. Mm -hmm. It's crazy down there. We don't know what they're doing. Where were movie. you? Where were you when when Gwen Stacy was falling to her death? I blame those uh, the Amazon, the <laughs> Amazonian spider people. 
I don't know. There's a lot, uh, a lot in this movie to, to the point where like, yeah, how much more can we talk about this? I, I don't think this is worth even a rewatch, a rewatch, which is also a bad part about like, even a bad superhero movie can be rewatchable. Like I rewatched Dark Phoenix, X-Men Dark Phoenix. And like, I didn't like it better the second time, but I was like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Is this movie rewatchable? I think if you give it kind of the room treatment, if you yeah. make it so there's call and responses, if it is to take all the air out of it, if it is, uh, for those who want to participate, a drinking game, that kind of thing, I think you can make it into that because it does have that Mor Morbius meme ability. And, mm. and that's the only thing, honestly, going for this movie right now is everyone talking about how bad it is. As I think going to at least kind of move the needle for some people of oh i'm gonna go see it because it's so awful like when i posted my review of it i got a whole bunch of responses of just oh if, if it's that bad i have to see it for myself yeah. and i think this has the potential to be like what meme stock was for amc madam webb could be for sony yeah because i've missed i've missed a ton of the like sony some of those dc movies like the ones that are just pretty universally like it's not great yeah. you know uh but things like this i, I might have seen i basically went and saw because i knew i was doing this but Sam. hearing these reviews i might have done a i have a list if i have a free afternoon or i have a friend who wants to go giggle at it cool or uh yeah so i think i think there's that but i think it's rewatchable with the right group of people under the right circumstances yeah my big thing about this movie it's like neither here nor there like i feel like there are worse movies like the flash is the one of the worst movies i've ever seen in mm. like my life um the flash is 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 god awful um but the flash there are moments in the flash that are better like that are like you could technically rewatch the flash even though i wouldn't recommend it but like the peaks are higher than this movie. This movie just yeah. casually sits like down here. It doesn't like the most amazing part of the movie doesn't spike up. Just yeah. kind of, you know, the, the flash doesn't suffer from as many logic problems. Um, it definitely suffers from like a villain problem and it suffers from trying to do too many things, but it also had Michael Keaton. Yeah. And, and there were some saving graces and that at least like the flashpoint storyline makes sense mm -hmm. to that world where so much of this storyline was but why yeah i, I get where you're coming from the flash movie hurt me it, it oh yeah it's terrible i i showed it for a friend and i was just like look she she hadn't seen the movie so i was like we're gonna watch the last 15 minutes of this movie tell me what you think this movie is and like it makes no sense yeah were you going to say something, Amy? Oh, I was just going to say, just speaking to the quality of this film, I had a very weird film experience, too. The people behind me were not being obnoxiously loud, but just like the whispering quiet, where you can hear that they're, you can't hear what they're saying, but you could hear what they're talking. I just, I fucking hate that. Just don't fucking go to a movie. But it was so... That might have like, been me. I'm sorry. But it was, it was <laughs> that like, oh, I want to shush them, but I don't want them to think I care enough about Madam Webb. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not because I care about this movie. I get it, but also just like don't talk because it's fucking annoying regardless. Yeah. Or that say was it me loud telling for the whole about David Manor. Like at that point, yeah. like let's let's go. Let's let's all shout shit at the screen. I'd be fine with that too. But yeah. it was just that like, yeah. Ugh, like right in my ear. But I was like, I can't shush them because then they're gonna be like, this bitch really cares about Madam Webb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, check this girl out. Madam Web fan club over here. Um, <laughs> uh, shut I was up, shut up. <laughs> I was definitely whispering during the movie, not like crazy, because then I also yeah. fell asleep. So keep that in mind. That right. didn't, I didn't whisper in my sleep. Um, there was a couple to the right of me where that girl seemed to be like, she was laughing at the dumbest joke. Not not like ironically, she was like yeah. enjoying the movie. And afterwards, she like talked to her guy or whoever uh, that she was like, this wasn't good, but like, like it was funny. And I was like, but she meant it like actually. And so I was yeah. like. I love that for you. Yeah, that's great. I, that you couple behind that me, when the when the credits rolled, I just heard like, that was so bad. I tried <laughs> to warn you. <laughs> I I would say things like, because uh, I went with my roommate, um, uh, Justice, and we went and we saw it. And when the pee fell, I was like, uh, uh, I'll name my son Peter. Because <laughs> they had kept hinting like, yeah, I won't tell you what I'm naming him. And then the pee fell. I'm like, Peter. Okay. That's how they got his name. Um, oh, it's so dumb. This movie was so dumb. Um Here's the thing. So Sony, Sony, uh, th this movie ends with like a quick flash forward and then another flash forward, uh, flash forward, then a vision. But like the flash forward of like Cassandra Webb is in the wheelchair for some reason. I couldn't figure out why. Because she got hit in the fire face with a firework so hard yeah. to put her in a wheelchair. Is that That's what just it was? science? That's just science. That's how that happens. I think so. Um, by the I way, think that the like firework explosion that blinded her was also supposed to have paralyzed her in some way. Severed her spinal cord. I don't but know. It, it wasn't here. It was like down here. She can still use her hands. So yeah, I'm not a I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. So um, <laughs> Maybe... again, we talked about this on your guys' episode. Why does everything need an origin story? Lex Luthor's baldness. Uh, Xavier's baldness in in X Men. Jim Gordon's mustache. Jim Gordon's mustache. I know that Peter Parker was born. It's fine. Yeah. Like, do we need the origin like, of his name? Do we need like how does Cassandra Webb go blind? I don't know. Maybe she was just blind. Like sometimes people are just blind. That's that happens. Why? Mm -hmm. Why? What? Well, and again, don't tell me that she didn't have the muscular degenerative disorder. Only to have her go through this if you're not going to actually make that a meaningful thing that happens. It's yeah. just like a, oops, we forgot. We got to make her look like the comic book. Right. I hate it. I hate it so much. And if you look at a movie, too, because we've had so many Spider-Man movies, right? Yeah. Like, Homecoming does a great job of just like, yeah, he's a kid who got bit by a spider. And uh, his parents are dead. His uncle's dead. That We all know that in passing. And really easy little things of your Uncle Ben would have loved this. Your parents would have been really proud of you. He's already fighting crime. Right. Like, we know who these people are enough that we can put it together. We don't need you to show us, like, the origin of everything. And I if, think if your I'm, audiences if, are smarter. 
If I met Madam Web, I've seen a superhero movie before. I'm familiar with the concept of how these work. (laughs) What if this was the first superhero movie for someone? You would be like, oh, okay, not the genre for me. (laughs) Yeah. How have there been so many of these? (laughs) I hate this. Uh, Also, like, the fact that, like, each character essentially just would state their Wikipedia entry. You know what I mean? Like, I have two parents, but they're both dead. Well, I have two parents that do not care about me. They are in Beijing right now. Oh, the Tragedy Olympics? I was like, what? That they all get into for a while? Yeah. I'll just call my Uncle Jonah. Does she mean... She's talking about J. Jonah Jameson, right? But, like... I, I was trying to look up because I don't know much about Maddie Franklin in the comics. Um, but like was she related to J. Jonah Jameson in the comics? Yeah, she's her his niece, I believe. I or a it close might be, friend of her father. It's a it's one of those of like yeah. Uncle Jonah. Okay. It's like okay. But she so these other two spider women though, if I'm not mistaken, are newer, like 90s 2000s iterations of characters that have come out and like started being added into the mix and i don't believe had particularly strong receptions comic book wise uh maddie franklin no so well maddie franklin was created in the 90s and she was like whatever uh uh aranya which is uh so anya becomes the superhero aranya because there's some like spider cult and some sort of thing She's introduced in like the early 2000s, but then she's the current Spider Girl. Um, and like, yeah, she doesn't, there's not strong reception to her, but like people like the fact that like she's a Hispanic superhero. She's the Spider Girl. She's like swinging around doing her own thing. Every mm-hmm. so often she'll pop up. Julia Carpenter was like Spider Woman for a long time. Yep. Um, and then now she's Madam Web. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what I what I'm getting at here. I don't know. I just also feel like maybe maybe do silk. Like do do a different spider person like that. Or Jessica Drew. Um, or Jessica Drew. Woman. Yeah. People the loved of, that character in Spider-Verse. But that's the problem, I think, right? Yeah. I think they were picking characters that won't get solo movies, won't ever like the MCU won't want. Cause that's the thing. Like, this is not the MCU, which I thought was pretty self-explanatory, but like Sony doesn't think so. Sony is that like ex-boyfriend that, you know, it's like, yeah, we've been going out for 15 years. It's like we broke up in like, you know, six months. Like uh, Sony is delusional to think that their choices are going to affect the MCU. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but Silk was supposed to have her own show. Like oh, an I Amazon, an Amazon series, Ooh. yeah, and then um, Spider Woman, Jessica Drew is linked to the Avengers, but like, yeah. I don't know when they're gonna ever use her. But also, who isn't? Everyone has been a fucking Avenger at some point That's in true. Marvel. Everybody, yeah. everybody, and their mom. But Sony yeah. only has the spider rights. Yeah, which do is you weird. think they thought they were fucking going somewhere with uh? these three girls having a spinoff like their own movie or their own show or especially getting like sydney sweeney and some bigger yeah. names for those yeah i, I think definitely so. think they thought they were going to do a sequel to this yeah yeah especially with that last scene that vision of the future where they mm-hmm. all 
have a, a superhero team thing where for some reason Madam Web has a costume with big with big goggles. They definitely thought they were gonna do like Yeah. This was the or this was people would be ah oh, clamoring for a sequel. Yeah. Um, but you know Well do Dakota we Johnson it? recently fired her agent, so maybe she oh. she fired her agent on the day the trailer got released. Oh, cool. Do you think she's giving up acting? No, she, no, she has a new agent. Yeah, she went from WME to oh. CAA. One can dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. So, look, she she read <laughs> Helen for filth, and for that, I will always salute her. Oh, oh, is that the one where, like, why wasn't I invited to your birthday party? Was it yeah. that thing? Yeah. yeah. Of the, Ellen, that's not true. Yeah. Um, We're not going to get a Madden Web sequel, but supposedly this year, we're getting two more Sony movies. And then, as far as we know, that's it. But but they've, they've been in talk for, like, a bad, like, the Bad Bunny, like, starring Bad Bunny. Like, there was a... El Muerto is movie. El Muerto. Is that still happening though? I thought no. that got scrapped too. It got scrapped. So Bad Bunny fell out and then supposedly they're back to doing it, but with they're going to pick somebody else. Okay. But they were supposed to do like a disco, um, not disco dazzle. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, the Donald Glover one. A hypno hustler. Yes. Yeah. Donald Glover hypno hustler. Like these are all characters that nobody knows about. Even like hardcore comic book fans have to be like, Oh, I read about him in the encyclopedia, which is me. It it feels like Sony wants their Guardians of the Galaxy so bad. Yeah. Of their like, oh, no one really, not, no one except pretty hardcore fans knows who this is, but uh-oh, it's your new favorite team. Yeah. <laughs> like, they want that so badly for themselves. We get Craven the Hunter and Venom 3 this year, supposedly. Riches upon riches, blessings upon blessings. Have you seen the trailer for Craven? Yes. So, uh, honestly, pretty decent trailer aside from, once again, we are changing stories and we're giving people powers when we don't need to. Where in this one, he's got some lion blood in him and that makes him all powerful and he's got superpowers now from a lion. Um, no. Um, also, my little insider info on this is, like, when they were showing us that trailer, that first rough cut of it at CinemaCon, I had friends letting me know they're writer buddies were being brought on to change that of like oh no this script is like not done like for craven so, mm -hmm. and this was in april of last year when they were showing us footage so i feel like the whole rewrite thing with sony is just this ongoing thing too of just like no 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 let's just keep uh messing around with it we'll figure it out as we're doing it we'll do it on the job we'll do it on the day fuck <laughs> it we'll do it live like we'll do it afterwards come here and record these new lines yeah do you all yeah. know they don't stuff. need to match it's fine and, uh, and obviously, like, this isn't limited to Sony. Marvel does this, too. They almost scrapped uh, Captain America and are doing reshoots of that, right? Yeah. But if it's with every single one of your properties that this keeps happening, maybe you're the problem? Yeah. I can't be excited about Craven. I just don't understand, too, like, why you'd... Again... Why this story? Why would you do this? One of the cool things about him is that he's this hunter who wants to have, hunt the most dangerous game. So he goes after Spider-Man. He goes after Venom. Those are more compelling stories. I don't really want to learn about his fucking dad issues and how some lion blood got in his body. 
and now he wants Sometimes to fuck up stuff. The things I like, I don't need to know where they came from. Yeah. Every villain getting an origin story and then also like is the goal to do a Sinister Six movie. But then without Spider-Man, that's the problem with all these movies. They all should hinge on Spider-Man. Why aren't they? Like Venom being his own character outside of Spider-Man, never being linked to Spider-Man is the weirdest thing to me. It's odd. But I mean, then making Spider-Man such a weird shadow over this movie. It was like, why? (laughs) Yeah. Because it it constantly feels like they're afraid to include Spider-Man. Where it's just like, I mean, you guys know that he's here, but not really. Because we oh, had he's that... just he's in that other he's just behind that curtain. Yeah, he can't come out today. But what's that? Like, oh, Morbius. There was supposed gotta... to be more of that. <laughs> like, we were supposed to have a world with Morbius where Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker and Spider Man existed and were fighting crime, and that was supposed to be like the pull, not pulling your punches. Spider Man was supposed to exist there. Yeah, and then they like cut all that shit out. So you have a Spider Verse with no spider-man and yeah. it, you feel it it's it's so weird there has to be some contractual things that their deal with marvel i'm sure there has to be like mar like marvel studios put a line in the sand like i guess you sure. can take everything west of the mississippi but we have this part you know yeah that would make sense yeah i'm sure they're jumping through hoops but at that point if you got to jump through those hoops do you really think you're going to make a quality product? I don't know. But we're getting Craven and Venom 3 this year. Supposedly. Yeah. Well, kind of reminds How me of all the think... weird like, theme park line drawing. Like, yeah. you can have this, but not this. I mean, it is kind of. It's very, yeah. they're linked too. Because yeah. Marvel's yeah. Islands of Adventure yep. in Florida can have Marvel. Yeah, but mean which means Disney World can't have Marvel unless it's MCU specific, yes, which is Guardians which is why of the Galaxy. They can have that ride and yeah. nothing else. And we have yeah, Avengers Campus out here. Yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> I'll find a way to link it to theme parks. <laughs> Just you watch me. Uh, we should all go to go to Marvel's Islands of Adventure. I just went on my honeymoon. It was fucking amazing. Well, have another honeymoon. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'll get a divorce. I'll remarry him. I love yeah. Don't marry anyone other than Eric, please. No, I would. Um, I would hate that. Um, I like the I idea of you having re- like a Liz Taylor repeat wedding, though. I do want an excuse to ride that Spider-Man ride again because it was pretty baller. I I went when I was in eighth grade. Yeah. No, not ninth grade. Um, I have a picture, but it's prove it. It was wild to ride a Spider-Man ride from like the late 90s and go so oh the new one they built in california not good oh <laughs> not i haven't been comparison. to avengers campus weirdly enough oh i had fun but you're you're tired after it because you're the, the tech is cool but that's really yeah. all because it, it's a shooting ride but yeah you, you can just do this and it scans your body and it knows what you're doing but yeah. the, don't get me started yeah basically it's just one of those where the game plays like i just am doing this as fast as i can i'm not really processing like wow i'm shooting at this thing or i'm you know yeah um, whereas in florida you get a ride where you're actually like i'm on an adventure with spider-man which is what i want i don't care about shooting webs yeah um, I want to shout out a couple of people uh, before we get going. Um, on Instagram, um, I asked uh, what people's thoughts were um, on on this movie. Uh, Alec Belante says, easily the funniest comedy of all time. <laughs> I think this movie would have benefited from more comedy, at least just 
just lean into that. I just wish I heard some people talking about being in theaters where fully people were like yelling shit and laughing. I wish I got one of those. I think yeah. I would have liked yeah. it even more. Like get the full Rocky Horror experience. Yes, fuck exactly. it. It's we all know it's bad. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to everybody on our Twitch chat. Um, Fifty Shades of Tay obviously was here earlier, but says can't wait to go watch Madam Web with Chris and Amy tonight. So excited. So excited. Are you guys actually going to go see it again? No, no. God, no. Oh, I'll die no. first. Just get really wasted. Just That's, really, I mean... like, mix, do a whole drug cocktail and see what happens, you know? That's your spider serum. Um, I feel like man... we should disclaim that we're not encouraging anyone to do that. Yes, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But if you hey, do, kids. you can bill Sony for your... um. For your legal fund. For your hospital stay? Yeah. And hey, your, kids, and your, you know who whatever knows you get drugs? Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, uh, Amanda uh, Noriko says, hello, Chris and Amy. Hey, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Um, Alec from State Farm says, I feel like there's some villains that can work on their own without Spider-Man, but they keep taking fundamental characters that are so intertwined with Spider-Man. Yeah. I would agree with that That's assessment. Fair. That's smart, Alec. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Alex says Cosmic Rewind at Epcot is amazing. What's Correct. that? That's, That's the, I have talked to you extensively about this. That is the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Epcot. Oh, it's called that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's maybe my, the two Guardians of the Galaxy rides on either coast are tied for my favorite theme park attraction. Oh. For Ooh. different reasons. I haven't been to Disneyland in years. And it's mm. weird because I live right next to it. But yeah. like. I haven't been there. I haven't gone to Galaxy's Edge or Avengers Campus. Like the last time I went, those didn't exist. So did you have you done the Guardians ride there? Have you been since they No. It's phenomenal. They're it's very just different. Tower rides. Of Terror, right? It's it's so it's so good. It's really okay. good. The re really theme really was good. You're about to get me started on my favorite Imagineer, Joe Rody, and we're gonna be here for a while. So I'm okay. a I'ma skip it. All right. We'll keep that for another time. Good. It's real fucking good. Um, Alec from State Farm thinks that an Agent Venom movie could work because it's not necessarily a movie that needs Spider-Man. That's um, true. Yeah. I could see that. But that that's predicated on the fact that like Eddie Brock is intertwined with Spider-Man and then the symbiote goes to Flash Thompson. So, you know. Um, but I don't know. Alec also says Joe Road supremacy. Joe Rody. The Joe Rody? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we have a well, supremacist you... in our um chat. Well, we're pro Joe Rody. Joseph Rose the supremacist. best. I don't love that. <laughs> I don't know who Joe Rody is. He's an imagineer, Dimitri. <laughs> He's the imagineer behind Animal Kingdom, mm. behind the redo of Tower of Terror to Guardians of the Galaxy. He did all of like Avatar Land. He's fucking fantastic at his job. He now works for, I think, Virgin Airlines. He doesn't work at Disney anymore, but he did some really good stuff. Okay. Cool, He's cool, got cool. a big old earring thing. That's Joe Rudy. I feel like I'm, him... I'm missing out on a lot by not knowing who he is. I He's just a very talented Imagineer. Okay. Who did With a, a big ton. earring. Yes. Cool. Well, like a big, like one of those that like stretches your ear way out. Oh, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to look him up. 
like if you ever if you ever watch anything on like Disney Plus about like those shows that are just like you know Disney advertisements but that feel entertaining and heartfelt yeah if you see that guy you will know who I'm talking about okay um what are our final thoughts for Madam Web before we get going does anyone have go any closing see it. go live laugh love and web can I, I Amy already knows this but we didn't cover the thing I hated most in this movie mm. was that those three girls left an open fire in the woods and that just walked me. away from it to yeah. a diner I was furious and I couldn't stop focusing on it for like 15 minutes, which I think speaks to the caliber of this movie. Yeah. Go see this with people who will take the Mickey out of it, who will laugh, who will talk at the theater. Uh, obviously, if it'll be respectful in your theater too, don't ruin the experience for everybody. But if you guys for can have like a fun, big Madame thing Web lovers. for the Madam yeah. Web lovers, yeah. if you can just make it a really raucous, fun event, try your darndest. Because yeah, I think if you're yelling at the screen, if you're doing all those come ons what is this oh my god i can't believe they said that groan about it i think it'll be a funner time if you're at an amc and nicole kidman gets a round of applause you're gonna have a great showing yes if it's pretty quiet yeah yeah um i can't recommend this movie but i do think that if you are gonna see this movie you gotta see it soon because it's not gonna stay in theaters that long like i went to an opening night and there were like 10 people in our huge Dolby like theater. 10 people, 15 people. What a waste of Dolby. Ew. Well, I was like, if I'm going to see this movie, I'm going to see it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see it big time, which is free because AMC A-list. So I'm like, it doesn't matter either way. So I'm going to see it on the biggest screen with the craziest sound so I can hear the beauty that is this movie, you know? Yeah. Um, this the show brought to you by Dolby. Um, but uh, you should and probably Pepsi. see it soon. You know, and Pepsi, Pepsi yeah. Cola, um, the best of the colas. Let me have one. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I'll take she one. Was all, she was all but doing Pass. ASMR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit with it. That's where you like da 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 da. da. <laughs> Um, I don't know why I held that up to my real microphone. Like you could, <laughs> I need my I need, space work ASMR. <laughs> I need, yeah. Amy's over there being a full Foley artist. Yeah. Doing all her thing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I don't like to yuck people's yum. So if people like this movie. It's great. And it is what it is. All 13% know. of you who did give it good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. This is for you. <laughs> I think this is, this movie is definitely going to be a moment in time. You know, just like a, just don't confuse it for an MCU movie. Like people are like, this is the end of the MCU. And it's like, this isn't the MCU. It's easy to make a bad movie. It's pretty impressive to make the worst movie. And for that, I salute them. Because when you embrace big responsibility, big power, she's a coming. I think was what he said. I wish I fell asleep during this. I'm so jealous. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for, for coming on this, on this podcast episode, talking to me about Madam Webb. Um, before we get going though, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? So many things. So many things. Yeah. Tell we me are, about it. We're- we're two filthy casuals. Go find us wherever you get your podcast. 
We have a wonderful episode we just dropped recently with Dimitri talking about X-Men Days of Future Past. We are a fandom podcast that attempts to create a safe space for the dum-dums like me of the world. (laughs) Uh, If you love a fandom, if you don't know anything about a fandom, if you want to get into a fandom, we bring people on to talk about the things they love in a judgment-free space. And then usually we make some dick jokes at them. Um, It's a good time. So that's at Two Filthy Casuals Pod on Instagram and Two Filthy Casuals wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, also, and we you have can a catch Patreon. Me. Yes, and a Patreon. If you just like the vibe of that so much, stay go unseen, straight to it. Go straight uh, if you want to hear me talk about Joe Rody, more person who is uh, also Team Joe Rody, we do have an episode dropping tomorrow on our Patreon with me talking very extensively about my honeymoon and how much I love Joe Rody. And how much Animal Kingdom meant to me uh, emotionally. Um, Yeah, you can also catch me right here on Twitch at Legacy of Fools. I am part of a weekly Dungeons and Dragons Twitch stream that uh, is live every Tuesday at 8 8, 8 p.m. Pacific and drops on YouTube every Friday. That's Legacy of Fools. Um, Yeah, Chris, you got anything else? Uh, I'm It's Chris Carr on Instagram and only on Instagram. Uh, I run a voiceover studio. So if you ever want to get into voiceover, if you want to make a demo, if you want to learn about dialects, you can go to Speak Friends Studio, either our website or our Instagram. Again, Speak Friends Studio. And uh, yeah, we're pretty good at what we do. We have a fun time. And then I'm on a bunch of random movie news shows. So like, you'll find me. I'm in the streets. Yeah. And I'm at amy.n.newman on Instagram. Um, both of you are amazing. Thank you, you are. not only for coming on this episode and talking about one of the worst superhero movies, um, but also for inviting me on your guys' podcast to talk about one of the best superhero movies, which I was very excited to talk about, X-Men Days of Future Past. Um, we love this synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Two like- sides of the coin. Yeah. yeah. You know? I don't know why I'm doing... Nobody holds a coin like that. I don't know. Anyway. You've dropped the coin. <laughs> That's how Pretty you hold immediately, your... no matter what think... side of your hand it was. This on, is when it's you gone. have a spider from the Amazon. That's how you hold them. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> just <laughs> fucked the lady you found at the opera? Yeah. Oh yeah. That guy was that guy moved fast. I got really excited though, because I was like, oh, crossing Jordan. That's the only thing I remember her from. Is oh, she was she on was a... great. Yeah. She, she was a great the highlight job. of the movie. I'll die on that hill. Yeah. Mm. Um <laughs> thank you guys so much for being on here. Um, thank you to everybody out there on the Twitch chat, whether it be 50 Shades of Tay or Amanda Norico or Alec from State Farm. Uh, Amanda says, yay, amazing humans, parentheses, and boo, terrible movies. Um, so thank you. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hot take, I, but I agree. <laughs> for anyone out there who is watching, this is the Keeg Talks. We talk about a different topic every week. Normally, it tends to be TV shows, movies, but also is um, 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 topics like uh, upcoming. We're talking about um, black characters in fiction. Um, and so we're talking about, you know, um, that. We got a lot of crazy stuff. Avatar the Last Airbender that we'll be talking about coming up. This is the Keeg Talks. We also have Comic Talk every Thursday uh, where we talk about new comic book releases, DC, Marvel, and indie comics, everything that we read that week. Um, and then we have a X-Men related podcast it's a monthly one called state of x where we talk about everything that happened in x-men in that last month so we just had one episode it's a new one we got the second one coming out in a couple weeks um other than that you can find us on instagram and tiktok at the keeg show 
Uh, we're also on Facebook and Threads and Twitter and all that at the Keeg Show slash the Keeg Show. Pretty much wherever. Uh, we also have a new website um, that is picking up steam at thekeegshow.com. You can find us there, uh, our articles and whatnot. Um, and then we also have a Patreon. If you want to give back to the Keeg, patreon.com slash the Keeg Show. Uh, but donate to two filthy casuals first and then come over. Aww. And, you know, you, uh, you guys do uh, Patreon content. We don't. So I don't know, you know, people get more out of your guys' Patreon. So definitely. Yeah, just people helping people. You'll have yeah, to see it's it. It's for the Joe Rody fans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said you're a fan of Joe Rogan. There. Is that what you said, Amy? <gasps> Big Joe Rogan fan? Is that what you said? Love him. Favorite Imagineer, Joe Rogan? Our, our, Joe Rogan. We, many times we he, talked about what a He created a ride called I'm Just Asking Questions. <laughs> uh, it's great. Um, well, I'm going to go to a diner and dance on the table to Toxic to get some boys to pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Thank gosh. Yeah, hold on. I have to get my glasses that I'll take off and a uh, shirt to tie. There we go. Um, Dimitri, you want in on this? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to create a Spider-Man outfit and walk on the ceilings and do the and have horrible eight horrible ADR. <laughs> so um, all right, big Sunday for all of us. Yeah, let's get thank on you, it. Thank you, everybody. Uh, once again, I'm your host Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Keeg Talks, Madam Webb. Take care, everybody. Bye bye.